Open new key files. Now listening to Key Files Podcast. Hey guys. Hi. Welcome to the Key Files. Welcome back. I'm Brian. I'm Marissa, the only other person on here. So <laughs> The only Marissa. <laughs> it's the only Marissa. Maybe that you know. I don't know. At least in this room. Um, or at this table. Excuse me. <laughs> today we have a very special guest with us. We do. She's a close friend and um, really cute, really funny. So her name's Mackenzie. Hi guys, I'm Mackenzie. <laughs> She's here to give us some tea today. I, I am. I'm here to bring some additional tea to the table. Thank you, you know, so make much. Make it a whole tea party. 100%. Like, they say that a party is like more than two people. So that's us today. That is us today. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love our party. I wish we would have dressed up like a full yeah. like. Yeah. It's almost like we're like the Mad Hatter in the March Hare and you're like Alice and you came to <laughs> our like psychotic party and you were just like, oh, I'm like lost, but I guess I'll like sit down and like chat. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I mean, we could do that or we could just do like a normal like high tea. Mm, um, very yeah. like Downton Abbey. It does like, feel a lot exclusive. more Alice in Wonderland. Like yeah, I won't pretend. I won't pretend like there. it doesn't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll play it by ear. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. We'll see. I think yeah. we're done for whatever. So, you know. Yeah. So Mackenzie, um, we know you, you know, personally, but um, for those people that don't know you, you have a fashion blog. Yes, I do. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So back in the day, um, when I was in high school, I used to dress up and I was finding myself and seeing what I liked and, mm-hmm. you know, and so my mom started posting on Facebook. She took my photo every morning before I went to high school. Aww. Mind you, I went to high school at 7 a.m. So so your mom was like out here giving you OOTDs like voluntarily. Exactly. Like she wow. would post them on her Facebook wall and every Friday she would make a collage of all my Aww. outfits for the week. And so then it turned into her friends and a few of my friends and they were like, why don't you just like make a blog and then Mm. you can post them yourself. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm going to do that. So I made a Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) Counts. It's a starting place. Yeah. Let's be honest. I took the, um, Tumblr um, username from somebody because I thought it was really Mm -hmm, cute. mm -hmm. And it was originally blue jean baby queen. Yes. I know it's a song lyric. My God. Yeah. Because I, I love, that. love jeans and nobody can see me right now, but I'm also wearing double denim. So you are. It is yeah. a double denim day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I it. started a Facebook page and I posted every day in high school. And then I built my own website one year um, and I changed the name to more modern because my last name is more. Spelled M O O R. No E. Just re- no E. No E. M O O R. If you modern. add the E, you've gone too far. Just yeah. so everyone knows when you obviously will link it, but just everyone can like look up her website. Um, yeah, yeah, just yeah. do a U turn if you put an E in there. Just yeah. rewind. You know, delete. And so I built my website. I put it out there, and then I started blogging. And then before you know it, it was crazy. I just got into it. I was a full time blogger for a little bit, and um, yeah, and now here we are. So how did you like make the transition to a full-time blogger? What did that look like for you? So I started my blog and I started college at the same time. So mm-hmm. when I actually like built the website and then actually was like writing on my blog, um, 
I started getting messages on mm-hmm. my Instagram or like in my email and people were like, hey, like I would love to um, do a sponsored post or I'd love mm. to collaborate. And so then I was like, wow, what? That's crazy. Yeah. I started my blog in May and by May, dis- of-, May of 2016. Gotcha. Yes. Um, and... By December, I got an email from Coach to do a collaboration with them. And I was literally freaking out. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it because I had taken all these, like, free, like, not necessarily free, but product payment collaborations. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. if any of you don't know what that means, it's basically means a company will give you their products in exchange for an Instagram post. Mm. So they're not paying you money, but they're paying you in their product. Mm -hmm. And still a transaction. It's just like not, yeah, yeah. can't use it to pay your bills. Yeah, exactly. So it, for me, I had to wait until I, um, until I started getting actually paid. Mm -hmm. So, um, my, favorite blogger at the time her name is we were what i don't mm-hmm. know if you follow mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. um Daniel bernstein like, yes she's like one of I those know. original like bloggers that yeah. made bloggers a career oh, yeah. yeah so she did an interview and she said that she did not get paid until a year after blogging so i looked oh. at that as my goal i said if i get paid mm-hmm. a year after blogging then i then I'm on the right track. Right. That's a really good way to look at it. That's a good realistic Yeah. And I, my first paid collaboration was in December and I started in that earlier that May. Wow. And so what happened was, is it was the growth of my blog plus the growth of my self-worth. Like I had to mm-hmm. really go, Mackenzie, you're worth more or you're, you're worthy of this. And I had to put my foot down and I had to learn- right okay, being at the beginning of blogging, having product payment is nice, but then you evolve to that point where, well, a post on my blog is worth more than that. Right. And so I transitioned to that knowing my own worth Mm -hmm. and I started getting paid. That's amazing. Yeah. Was that ever stressful, um, you know, using, since that was your main, like, was it your was it your main source of income? It was at the time. Okay. Um, so it it was stressful because yeah, some weeks I would get no emails and it would be stressful because I I've told people this before, but it was a very 50-50. So mm-hmm. I fifty percent I had blogs, um, not blogs, but brands reaching out to me, right? And the other fifty percent I had just shooting my arrow wherever hoping it would land somewhere Mm -hmm. and I would just send out emails after emails every week to companies that I found on Instagram or Mm -hmm. companies that I loved just asking sending them my um like statistics or like yeah it's called a um a media kit that's what it is so got it yeah so is that like a projection of like your follower count yeah what is that kind of what is involved in the media kit so a media kit is it is basically a rundown of your blog so it gives you statistics it Mm -hmm. shows how many followers you have how many followers you have on all your platforms what's your reach who's your target audience Mm -hmm. it basically shows your brand you get 
on it, you talk about what your brand is, who you are, and then you have your rates. So your rates for how much it's going to be to do a blog post or to do like a giveaway or to do a YouTube video, like all your rates are on there. And then um, your contact information. So Mm. you send that or when a company comes to you, you send that to them Mm -hmm. so they know your rates. Interesting. How do you come up with those rates? I was going to say like how, Mm -hmm. what's the process of quantifying like essentially like what you're worth when you're trying to have companies like right pay you is it a combo of like this is how many followers i have and also <clears throat> like this is how much work i want to put into yeah. this project or like what how do you quantify that yes and no so it it does go down to your followers but also your engagement really ties into that that makes how sense. much of your audience is actually engaging because you can have 10,000 followers but you can also get 100 likes on a photo right true. so i've, I've seen that and that's very always true. embarrassing <laughs> So, yeah. So it's like one of those things where like you have to, it has to be equal. So there's actually a website called Social Blue Book. It's basically like Kelly Blue Book, but it's called, it's called Social Blue Book. And it, what you do is you log in to, you put all your login info Mm -hmm. for all your social platforms and it'll tell you how much you should be charging on average. Wow. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So for beginning. Kind of regulates it. yeah, Yeah. So for beginning bloggers, we... We like I've learned from different people to go on there to get your set rates so that from there you can build up so you know. And sometimes like they do low wall and you can move off of that, but it's mm-hmm. good because it kind of gives you an estimate of gives like, you a starting point yeah, too. Yeah. Exactly. So at this, especially at that beginning stage, like how many of these kind of sponsored things did you have to do like every month to make an affordable living? And also, did you ever feel like you were compromising like the integrity of your brand by doing that? Definitely, yes. I so I it depends on what it was. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. sometimes I took on a bunch of small clients who just, I would just take on small little businesses and, and people that I really liked. And then there was, um, I worked with, um, fossil and, um, their fitness company misfit. And with them, it was amazing. Like they, um, they got me to run a Disney 5K and I had to Instagram story it mm-hmm. and all that. And that was one of the amazing opportunities that I had that it was a high paying job for me mm-hmm. and that covered a lot for me. So it it really helped me pave the way to take on smaller free pro- like product right. payment uh, collaborations. So some months it was like scrounging for things. Like I mm-hmm. was like, I wasn't making enough and I was taking on really, really small projects. And it, it, I, at the end of the day, I was like, I need to pay rent. Like mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to do this so I can do this. Yeah. Um, Are there like, <clears throat> when you look back, like collaborations you've done, like in retrospect that you're like, I did that specifically for the money, but it's not something that I would do like by choice in any other context. Yes. There has been one that I took on and I actually, um, it was a skincare one Mm. and I remember I got it and I started using it and I immediately broke out and my (gasps) skin was damaged and broken out for two months after that. (gasps) It took forever to like clear it up. That's horrible. And I had to message the company and say, I'm really sorry, but here is my honest review. I sent it to them and I said, I can't promote this product because it it doesn't work for me. And that was a big lesson for me to Mm. the point where I, I still now get emails from companies where 
I would never use the product. And my belief is if I will not use that, I will not do it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's just not authentic. Like, 100%. why would I do a collaboration with a company that sells hamburgers when I don't eat meat yeah. right now? No, exactly. And also, too, it could send probably a message to, like, your followers. It's like, oh, well, Mackenzie uses this. Like, I trust her. I'm going to use this product. And then they have a similar reaction that you had. But if you're lying about it, that loses a follower account for you oh, and, yeah. like, delegitimizes what you're doing. Right. And, and then people see, like, oh, she's just in this for the money and she's not an authentic person. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to follow her. And a good example is um, I had a jewelry company want to reach out to me and I was super excited because I've wanted to work to this company forever. And they sent me their go. They sent me a product and they said, okay, this is what we want to send you. And it's earrings. And if any of you know me, I don't even have my ears pierced. So I had to go back to them and I, I was so nervous. Like as somebody that's been dying to work with this company, I was like, yeah, I can't take that product from you. Like, I'm really sorry. It's first of all, not authentic to me. And if you know me, I've talked about how I don't have my ears pierced. Mm -hmm. And the company was like, oh, we totally understand. Let's send you this necklace instead. And I was like, thank God. It's a... But it probably it requires that communication between you and mm-hmm. the person you're collaborating with or the yeah. company and like establishing this like, okay, well, I want to make this work, but this is the capacity in which like I can do that and vice versa. Yeah. Have you like had moments like that where you like reached out to people and like try to let them know something like that and then it like kind of almost like backfires in a way? Yeah. So a good incident I've had with that is there's been times where companies who I've always wanted to work with go, okay, well we will send you these products and um, that will be your payment. And they're big brands. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that they have a budget for marketing. Right. And I've gone back to them and I said, listen, I, I love your company. I buy your products and I understand that. But at the same time, you are a big company and you have to understand that I know you have a budget for marketing and you can't just use an online influencer to get what you want for free. You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I understand that like giving clothes away is relatively easy for a business, but to also pay to have that done, you have to keep in mind though, because you're getting a product, then you never know. You may need to go to Target or, you know, the dollar store and buy a bunch of, um, like props. And Mm. then you have to pay a photographer to take those photos for you. So then at the end of the day, you're losing money because you have paid somebody to take photos for something that you didn't make money for, you know? Mm. So I've definitely had to go to companies before and say, okay, let's compromise. And some people will be like, well, we just don't have the budget for that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Then you don't have the budget for me. That's the tea. I mean, that's That's the real tea. That's the way to say it too. Hmm. (laughs) Interesting. Very spicy. Honestly, it's something that I've learned. You have to know your worth because people will walk over you Mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. If they can, they will find a weakness and go at you. Especially those big companies, I feel like. I'm sure they have so many. And that's the thing I want to get to in a minute is like the, the saturated like like just this what blogging has become the sense of like with social media and with these commercialized like campaigns and things like that I'm sure there are bloggers reaching out to all these companies you know constantly trying to fixate some kind of like deal like arrangement out of the realm of like what they would initially offer so I'm sure for them it's like to have someone else do it it's like okay well who's this bitch like you know what exactly is like she presenting that we can give this other person or like what can you know so it's like have you ever felt like a pressure almost to like go along with that kind of stuff too like when you felt that 
that like you shouldn't have like yeah it's like you have to sell yourself in a way like yeah. you have to you have to literally brag about yourself and be like this is what I bring to the table this is what makes me unique mm-hmm. and you know it's really like putting your personality out on the line and saying that your personality is different from this person and this is why you should work with me mm. you know that's tricky because it's really, it's you that sells it. Right. Like you, your photos, your creativity, your caption writing is what's special to you. So mm-hmm. how can you do that differently from the 10 other bloggers behind you that are trying to do the same thing? It's very true. Yeah. Was that like, um, cause I know in Orlando, there's kind of like a big blogger community. Is that, is there that sense of competition between people or like an underlying, like just knowing that everyone's kind of competing for maybe the same, um, like companies or engagement or anything like that? Yeah. Like there's definitely, there's definitely competition wherever businesses, you know, right. and mm-hmm. especially like when it's a job, like a collaboration, like, mm-hmm people are going after it no matter what, you know? But I have to say, though, the blogger community in Orlando, everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice because I have had incidences where I've had... companies reach out to me and I would text a few of my blogger friends here and be like, Hey, did you get this offer? Like, did you get this deal? Like, is this a legit company or bloggers that I've seen that I've worked with the company and Mm. then they reach out to me later. I'll message them and say, Hey, like this company just reached out to me. I saw that they worked with you at this time. How was it? Like, did you have a good experience with them? Like, especially companies I question, like I'd never seen before, never heard of. And then to have other bloggers be like, oh yeah, like I did or oh no, don't work with them. You know, those types of things. I mean, that's nice that people are really out here supporting each other like that. That's really nice. It's really nice too. And like, I've seen a bunch of different like Orlando blogger meetups where people meet up and they do things. And then there's the um, H Collective, I believe that does like those like really cool like blogger meetups where they have like, bloggers come out and they have like a bunch of photographers and they just like take creative shoots just for the heck of it. Is this like an organization that you can like get like anywhere in the country? Yeah, it's anywhere. And I believe there's like different, um, not leaders, but um, people that manage it in mm. every different city. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's really cool. I believe it's the H Collective. Um, I will have to, I'll like give you the link and everything for it because it's really cool because I've gotten in- invited to events mm-hmm. and they do like really cool things. Like they do installations and stuff like that. Oh, and wow. then they invite you all out and then they have all these photographers that are just, you know, trying to add to their portfolio, like trying to meet these bloggers. And it's a good networking event it to really go to. It really is yeah, for everyone involved. Awesome. Yeah. Like a really good community now, meetup. At these events, um, what what are like things that you notice specifically? Because like in my mind, when I think about people that are involved, mm-hmm. like working in social media, I'm sure a big part of that is that people are kind of constantly searching for content literally just within like that type of space, like right. on their phone, like people like exchanging information for the sake of like having maybe like a connection just to kind of like add to their own like kind of thing. Like, do you find that like there are negatives like to that type of- Or maybe of, it's a little bit like, superficial more than yeah. like you would want it to be or- <laughs> Like where does the line get drawn between people that are out kind of like doing a creative thing and then people that are buying into this commercial kind of idea? So here's the thing that I always tell people about events and because, you know, everybody sees New York Fashion Week on their Instagram. Like right. there's no way that you don't see anybody that goes. But the thing for events and stuff like that, those are work for bloggers. Like mm-hmm. it, like 
people don't understand. And I've had to like explain that to family members and friends. Like I have to go to this because that is my job. Like Mm -hmm. I go so I can meet people and I can make connections because you never know where a conversation can go. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's with everything. Like you can talk to somebody and for all you know, they're a CEO of a company and they've had a conversation with you and then they offer you something. And that is... Ex- exactly how I got my um my fossil collaboration. I talked to a girl and she I met her on Instagram because a few friends connected us and was like, oh, like she's doing social media marketing and she's um she's a intern for ASOS and mm-hmm. I want you to meet her. And we talked and we talked and she uh got reached out to because she used to work at fossil and um somebody asked her if she knew any bloggers and she suggested me like that was all word of mouth it was crazy yeah and it's it really is work and so the thing is is it can be superficial like I mean, you're sitting there and you're on your phone because you are looking for content like you are looking for a photo because it looks really good if you go to an event you take a photo at an event you tag whoever was in it because that shows that you went there you participated and you were there for the event and it and in any case if somebody wants to find you they go okay well they were at this event Mm -hmm. find you like look up the tags like you know stuff like that like yeah there's so with anything you know like when you get an email if you're really attentive and you're emailing people back that's the same like Mm -hmm. if you really do want to make connections it's really good to follow up with people and it's really good to you know show that you support people and so I mean you are out there you're striving to find content you're out there like doing what you can doing the most like taking videos of that beautiful food table like come on those donut walls (laughs) we all I want a donut so bad I know I mean I've I want one in my house, to be honest, but... You know what? I'm not saying Christmas is around the corner, but I actually am saying that. That's right. It's no. a very... It could potentially be extremely realistic goal. Yeah. I think it's really doable. Yeah. I would say... I really within do. the realm of possibilities. We do have a Krispy Kreme here in Orlando still, so I'm just saying. Yeah. And and that Krispy Kreme donuts has the most beautiful hot donuts now. Like, sign. Yes, it they is do. so beautiful. Can we just, like, side tail this tea and talk about that? Like, it is so beautiful. I and it's, like, that house. old original sign. Mm-hmm. And I swear that hot donuts now sign is always on. Mm-hmm. Always. They and always got the hot donuts. I want that over my donut wall I mean, in my house. I'm not saying take a really, really professional picture in front of it and then try to wait to finagle potentially endorsing them by having a donut wall in your house. I'm just like saying if they collab you to post with once a day Cream. about them just so you could have the donut wall. I think that'd be worth it. I think that's I'm worth just it. Personally. Yeah. That's a and collab. Like, another thing that I have also learned like is if you want to work with a product or a brand or mm-hmm. somebody like get the product for yourself and take photos of it so the company sees that you support them yeah. with with nothing. Like I've done that uh-huh. so many times where I've put my own money into something to show a brand like hey, I'm a true fan. And then I go back to them and I go, look, here is me showing an example of me loving like what you what you do, who you stand for. And I'm, I 
I personally buy your things. So yeah. this is why I want to work with you. It you also know? comes off more authentic to your followers too. Cause it's like, Oh, this is a product that Mackenzie genuinely uses. And she just like happens to get paid for it. This one time that she posts about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I mean, she's just a, a person in my feed, like telling me about something she likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be honest. If um, a dog food company came to me, I would take it in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. Just saying. Um, I'm also have- saying dog food is expensive. And also I love my animal. I have three dogs and we buy a 47 pound bag of food every time we have to feed them. And oh, that lasts three weeks. So my just saying I use a lot <laughs> to of any dog, dog food. Listening, um... <laughs> so if you're in the dog food business and you happen to be listening right now, um, I do know a girl, her name is Mackenzie. Um, three dogs. Just anybody saying, at they're Imes, adorable. Please DM Mackenzie <laughs> Anybody but pedigree. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be really sorry. Pedigree listeners like tune out now. No. Tune out now. <laughs> just no, get no. out. Petco, if you're listening, I bought a taco dog costume for my dog for Halloween. Just a true supporter. Just true so supporter. You know. We will take pictures, sponsored posts of the dogs in taco costumes eating your food. Just saying. This is the content you should look forward to. Also, Taco Bell, I have a taco dog. So if you want a photo of me eating a taco with my <laughs> right. taco We've dog, we've got options we can here. Do it. Brands, yeah. options. Okay. I'm also thinking taco dog in front of the donut wall. Just oh. saying. We're really it's, tying it's a really it all five in. way yes. collaboration that There's will a, truly got one room, seven options. You want to talk marketing? <laughs> Listen, you've come to the right place. We're giving you the best, hottest advice tonight. Exactly. And please don't steal that. Like, no, but if you do, like, please just tag us. Just Just tag tag the T files. Like, 100%. I need need to see you and your taco dog in front of the Krispy Kreme sign so that it can give me a little bit of (laughs) life. Eating Purina. um, (laughs) Like, doing the most. Doing the most. Please. On the note of stealing, I'm sure you've run into this problem before. When it comes to networking with people, when it comes to getting to know other bloggers within just the local community or even so like outwards, like, or even people you just know strictly through the internet, have you had problems with people stealing content? I have actually. Um, About, I would say a year and a half into blogging, I had... um, a girl who was like constantly DMing me and she was like, oh, I love your stuff. I love your stuff. I love your stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, thank you. Thank you. Like not even mean. I was just like, thank you. Like, you know, when pe- yeah, people like, like oh, genuine yeah, person. Like, yeah. Thank you for complimenting you know like when people like constantly respond to your stories and they're just like cute or like that looks great or you right. look great. And like, you know, you respond back and you're like, hey, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's how it was for a long time. And then, you know, I start following her and, and whatnot. And, um, Then I was posting photos and I'm not even joking. She started posting carbon copies of my photos and my friends were sending them to me and just Mm. sending them to me. And I had never met this girl. And I mean, it even got to the point where I had a collaboration with a company and I took these product photos and it was um, one of my actually favorite companies. I don't know if you've heard of Yes To. They have mm-hmm. like Yes To Carrots, Yes To Tomato. Oh, like, wait, it's the thing where like everything there is like $3? Is it that one? No, that's brandless. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. So excuse you. You've probably seen them. They're at Target. Um, I love Target. I, love, I live at Target. They do like face masks and face wash and like okay. it's really cute packaging. Everything is like used with like vegetables and stuff yes. and like mm-hmm. they do have vegan lines and stuff um anyways i they're one of my biggest fans and not i'm one of their biggest fans let me let me just (laughs) rephrase that (laughs) equal fans like back and forth and um i had posted a bunch of like i was doing like 
face mask Mondays or something like that on my Insta stories and they saw it and they were like, oh my God, we love this. Can we send you some products? And I was like, oh, please. I'm like sitting here freaking out and my girlfriend's like, uh, it's just face masks. And I'm like, oh, like, no, no. hold on. You don't no, understand. No. And, um, they sent me some products and I was more than willing to do it. And I like did this really cute shoot, you know, like Aww. hair up, like Love face max on my face. Like I'm like the football player thing. Like, you oh, know, cute, all that yeah. like in a robe. Oh yeah. And um, I posted it and I saw literally a few days later, this girl went out, bought products from that company and copied my shoe exactly <gasps> like to the T football lines and yeah. everything everything robe plain white back background like everything and Jeez. it wasn't even that she did a collaboration with them she just bought the products to do the shoe for it Jeez. just for the heck of it and she did like a whole face mask like blog post gosh and it was the craziest thing and i was just like that's where i was kind of like whoa wait a minute here like i actually did a collaboration with the company and then you just bought the products which i'm not saying like i love them so i'm not really upset about that right, right. but it's Support just the them. fact that like they were carbon copy photos yeah now is she also just for context like is she also someone who is a blogger as well yes okay but she's not a blogger here i i see yeah yeah so that's like that's the craziest case and i have known friends who have had like people copy them and it's it's crazy and you know here's the thing with instagram though is like you know they say that everything's out on the internet and it's true mm -hmm. and with a blog like with having a blog and being a blogger you kind of get to draw that line of what you want to be seen and what mm -hmm. you don't want to be seen right i have a few friends that don't pro post anything about their personal life on their instagram because that is strictly business they don't want everybody to know everything behind that closed door mm -hmm. like they don't and that's fine right. like if you don't want to show that you don't have to show that mm -hmm. there are people that write about breakups on their blogs and that's them like they throw everything out there right. nothing is behind closed doors and then there's other people who just this is my life but here's the line mm -hmm. and this is what I want to have to mm. myself like you know it right. really is one of those things where it's like you can be on your phone the whole time but don't you also want to have moments to yourself? You true. know, yeah. that's it's where true. I drew my line. Like mm -hmm. I, like I took a little break for a while. And for me, I was kind of just like, I want to live moments with my phone in my pocket. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go somewhere and be like, I have not posted today. We are going Where's out. Where's the to, content? Yeah. Like, right. oh my God. Like there was this one time and I was like, I really need to take a photo. And I was like, Hey, I'm just going to go like out to this, like one of those like central Florida fairground, like fairs. And I'm just going to go out there and just like take a photo and drive back. Uh, no, I was like, I'm not driving all the way to Tampa to take a photo because I feel just to look pressure. Like, oh, I did. I want people to know that I look like I did this today. Yeah. Like it creates this like. It's like, yeah. it's like a thing where it's like you're creating your persona online, but in part of that, it's like, where's the authenticity? Like, there's also like, I feel like a line with that that can get like crossed. Oh, yeah. In that 100%. Way, Easily. You know? Easily. And like, that was one of the things that like, really like, I, I like stepped back and I looked at what I was thinking and th feeling and I was like, 
why do I feel pressured to like post a photo on a social media site? Like, why should I have to do that? Mm -hmm. You know? And that for me, like now, like I, you know, have learned my limits. What is a good amount of time on social media and what's a toxic amount of time on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I mean, honestly for me, like, I mean, I post a lot of videos of my dogs and I'm not even shameful for it. I mean, it. I'm, actually, I'm actually thankful for that. It's actually so. a gift. I think yeah. you're doing a public service, just being honest. I have just made everybody follow my dog's heartworm treatment <laughs> through the process. <laughs> we, we've my, all been crying the entire time. Like, we're here for it. As somebody who, like, their pets, like, struggle with disease, like, that is certainly a thing that I like to see of other people is like, oh, like, that's actually a problem that other people deal with as well because it's expensive, it's emotionally draining, there's mm-hmm. like things that go into it, like having a pet in general or having like an older pet or having a pet oh, yeah. that has a, you know, a an illness like yeah. it's hard so I think if anything that makes it more realistic but also makes it more relatable and if anything you're like putting your content out there in a way that you know is more diversified than just talking about like a smoothie you know yeah, like exactly. you're doing it you know and for me like I you know I'm I love constantly learning like I love learning new things and I I love you know, widening my horizons on different Mm -hmm. things. And I've never had a dog. Never. I had a dog. Well, that's kind of a lie. Um, Sorry about that. I forgot. Um, I did have a dog when I was um, like to the age of four, but I don't really remember the dogs Mm -hmm. that much. They were giant Akitas and I used to try and ride them apparently as horses. Um, What what is an Akita? They're similar to like a Husky almost, right? But much bigger. Bigger. Like oh. take a husky. Like a wolf. Like triple the husky. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, 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 okay. So take yeah. like a a Saint Bernese. Okay. And mix it with like a husky. And like that big of a dog, like bulky and like kind of like rough, like that much hair. Oh. And I mean, they're very territorial. Very ter- very territorial. <laughs> and they um they're very just like they're very loyal dogs. Mm. And um, and so we had them when I was little. And um, like, side note, my dad passed away when I was little. And they were my dad's dogs. Mm. And when my dad passed away, the dogs got super depressed. And that's why we had, to, like, they okay. eventually passed Aww. of old age. But of heartbreak, like heartbreak and like uh, old that's age. That's literally it was so tragic. The saddest thing. So my mom was like, no more darks, no more darks. Yeah. Understandable so, at that that point. makes a lot yeah, of sense. You no, say it, that, that yeah, really makes, makes a lot of sense. So that's why I like slightly forgot. And then we had cats my whole life. Like, don't get me wrong. I but love cats. But I'm glad cats. that you let dogs back into your life. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. That's a positive um, thing. This is a whole like shout out to Allison. Like, I. Have like never a phenomenal girlfriend. So so great. <sighs> yeah. <Anyways. laughs> um, so she has a bunch of rescue pit bulls, and mm-hmm. I Aww. like when we met. Like I I got to love on them, and then it turned me into a literal like rescue dog mom to the point that I started checking all the websites. Like. Mm-hmm every week. Oh, I know that life. And yeah. the worst part was, is I really did not plan on getting a third dog. And then, um, yeah, I saw my dog's ears and 
I couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> no, nope, I was having over. a really stressful week, and Allison <laughs> asked me. She goes, "Well, do you want to go see him?" And that was her downfall. That was her that was straight her up mistake. Downfall. Like, don't even I'm put the idea out there because it will be revealed. <laughs> you like, know, will get what I want. Had me go out there and see him. Pet Alliance was closing in five minutes and we went back every day for the next four days in a row to go see him. And on the fifth day, we adopted him. I mean, uh, that's, so. that's an amazing love story. I love that. And now I like, now I'm like, I put out there that I think adopting dogs is amazing. And see, that that's my whole like, backtracking to why this all connects like as a blogger like I'm learning things and for me like I am currently writing up a blog on like my experience of adopting a dog mm-hmm. adopting a rescue dog who's six years old who has heartworm who Aww. we don't even know what he is he is a bull terrier basset hound pit mix <gasps> Oh my god, it like, sounds really cute. It is. That's like I, the cutest mix of like the cutest cute. little doggies. He is like he's just the happiest thing. Um, mind you, crazy world we have out there. I found his previous owners on Instagram. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. He lived in a very conservative, like country family. Oh my he god. He had a 19-year-old mom, and um, he lived out in the out in like on a farm in um uh not Oviedo, but in Ocala. Oh, wow. wow. And because she like commented on his photo and was like, I'm the previous owner. Like he doesn't do well with cats, by the way. And it was, oh, so cr- that was some shade. Yeah. Um, also, like, why did they get rid of him? Because yeah, I was that's say, so, like, so weird. That's a bad look on their part. Yeah. So this is what happened is from what I did with my little like, you know, Insta like interrogating. I mean, you're an investigative journalist. Do not get it I, twisted. I had to. Amazing. And amazing work. She left to go to college in Tennessee. Oh. And oh. her reason for leaving was moving. And she couldn't take her dogs. Okay. Well, you're a bitch. Um, <laughs> so, so you don't just no. you can find a friend or a family member or somebody who can give the dog an actual home. But you know um, what? Now I have him. I mean, yeah. it worked he out actually. It ended up working the best because he got the best home possible. But also, like, if that dog was heartworm positive, like, that's a dog that may not get adopted. Like, that's exactly. a risk that you're... They didn't know that he had heartworm until <gasps> he came in to the vet and they checked him So they for hadn't it. even really taken him to, like, the vet for really, like, any checkups? No, not at all. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was truly God. rescued. Yeah. Truly and rescued. Let me just say, on the note of Pet Alliance, they... They find sponsors to sponsor dogs through heartworm treatment. So just saying, Angels. if you are scared of heartworm, they are paying thousands of dollars for treatments for your dog that you don't have to pay. Wow. That's ama- That's honestly amazing. Orlando is actually like the, um, the people that are really running our animal shelters right now out there are some amazing people. It like, sounds like it. They Great. really try and move the dogs so they really don't have to put any down. And they do these amazing things like finding sponsors so that you can adopt a dog and not think, wow, I have to pay th- like a few thousand dollars yeah. to get this heartworm treatment. Something that would like probably prevent someone from adopting that dog is like out of the question now. It's just like, I can love on this dog and invest in like our relationship. Yeah. And now you just, just so you know, like the possibility of adopting a rescue, you can get a dog, you can love them and then you can get on a podcast and then you can talk about your dog <laughs> on the podcast. I mean, talk about dreams come true. Talk about the American dream. 
Right I bet there. you he's gonna like freak out when I tell him. Like Aww. you, you, You're you are on now? here. Um, he's famous. I mean, he's so no famous. I'll I'll let him know. It's the T files launch <laughs> into the spotlight. Oh, <laughs> it's what oh, we do best. He'll be a future guest. Finding like a new stars and just shining the light he's on an emerging talent in the local <laughs> area. It's <laughs> truly like look out, Orlando. Truly. <laughs> well, I think it's amazing though that you have you've made a conscious effort to create the content and put out the content that you want to make i really admire that because i do think that a lot of people like again are like kind of caught up in the commercialization of blogging and i think that like for you to stay true to the content that you want to put out because you aren't afraid to like share like those things about yourself and like you know, was it ever like a point where you were worried, like, am I going to lose followers over this? Is is this going to be a thing that like, you know, maybe like people will find this boring or like this is something that like, I don't know if this it fits like my brand. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, when it comes to that whole thing about like what fits like your specific brand or whatever, like how do you feel about that now? Like in retrospect, after kind of like taking the break that you did and like all those things like moving forward, like how do you think that, you know, is reflective in the content that you want to put out? I think it, it was necessary. I really do. When you're sitting there and you're just having to push out creativity after creativity and you're just pushing out everything that you have and emotionally draining. And for me also, like I have my own uh, social media management company where I'm doing that for my clients. Mm. So on top Mm. of that, at the end of the day, I have to sit there and think, well, what do I want to put out there? And some days I go home and I'm like, I don't want to touch my phone. I don't want to look at social media. I don't, I don't even want to look cute right now. Like I don't, I don't want to do this. It sounds right. exhausting. And I want to eat is. Taco Bell and Krispy Kreme in my bed at the same time. And not time. have to take a picture of myself. Like, I just want right. to enjoy that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's days where that goes by and I'm like, I could have had a cute OOTD and I could have posted that. Like, oh, darn, today was the first day of fall. Why didn't I dress up and why didn't I post a photo of that? Like, it's small things. And I've learned yeah. now my balance. Like, for me, like you said, like, was I scared to post some things? Hell yeah, I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word. Of course, um, we say fuck all the time. Okay, so few. legally, you're allowed to say anything. <laughs> Got it. Anyways, um, I like something scared me. Like one thing that, you know, when you put things out there, like your political views, mm. something like that, like mm. you can lose followers over that. Sure. 110%. Yeah. Like you can lose followers by putting, taking any stance on anything. Yeah. Or even and talking about of, like your religious views or talking about anything. Oh yeah. Literally anything. One of the things that scared me when I originally started blogging was I had not come out yet. And it was one thing that I had to integrate onto my Instagram. And I never fully, like, I never made a blog post saying, like, I'm out and about. Like, look at me. I just integrated it into my Instagram. And it scared me. Honestly, like, if you ask my family or anybody, Mm. like, I've been out now for three years. I started my blog two years ago. Mm. And it was something that I didn't know how to integrate. Like, how do you just blatantly say that? Like, I couldn't. For me, like, I was so nervous. Like, my mom's friends followed me. And my Mm. mom's friends are, like, super, like, not Catholic, but super Christian. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, all that. And... For me, I, it was just at the end of the day, I was sitting there and I was like, I can't hide that. Right. Like, yeah. I don't want to hide it. I don't like, I don't want to not share. And yeah. I, you know, it's gotten to the point now where like I got to that comfortable state where mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I followed other like lesbian bloggers or YouTubers and stuff. And it, 
help me. Like, um, there's that local uh, radio show host, Sandra Ray. She's mm-hmm. on 106.7. Yeah. She and her wife are my favorite. And they do YouTube Aww. and they like have a blog. And like, I... It's amazing. For her as an Orlando influencer mm-hmm. and radio show host, for her to be out there and do things like that, like it helped me. And 100%. you know, that scared me a lot to have people like say things. And I had... um a few people over the time that like I did come out on my Instagram like you know creepy ass guys like DMing me being like are you sure like that's what you want and the I was fuck? like block. blocking like block, I was block, blocking block. like report, you know report, just report. like yeah and left it was just a personal email to Instagram like <clears throat> excuse me but I have something to say yeah like this man is trash but like it, it's anything like that where you're putting like your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own opinions, your lifestyle out there and people can disagree with it. Like Absolutely. it makes you super vulnerable to oh, that. 110%. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is you have to know what you're putting out there. Anybody can say what they want about mm-hmm. it. Like if you're going to write something heartfelt, somebody can comment and go, well, that's bullshit. Exactly. And you can't go back at them and be like, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. Because that's, like it's just a cycle of like mm-hmm. just once you feel their fire like it, oh, it won't yeah. yeah it won't come down and I feel like also too it's like you know it's again it's set up in this thing of like aside from like the business perspective it's like personally it's like when you invest time and energy into creating this content it's like people are free to comment on it people are free to like it or not like it people are free to unfollow you for it like you know mm-hmm. you're putting yourself out there on a platform that is very based in this like rigid and sometimes like really shallow like like materialistic yeah even. it's almost like people are taking like aspects of your life that you're choosing to put out there for the sake of like well I hope people relate to this or whatever and people can honestly just be like well I'm not pleased with that that's not working for me oh yeah and it's not, not a matter of that me. for you it's right. like you're doing it in part for yourself but also to maybe in the hopes of like you know like I personally don't know a ton of like bloggers that are out or talk about their sexuality a lot that also like their main thing might be like a fashion blog you know mm-hmm. right I don't know a ton of people like that I really admire that like you've made a conscious effort to make that part of your discussion of like your personal life in your content. 100%. Because that's the thing that most people would be like, well, that has nothing to do with what I'm doing. And like, I don't want to receive that, like that feedback or like whatever mm-hmm. that may be. But you know, that's the thing too, is that it's like, you know, I think it's, it has nothing to do maybe with like the way you dress or like what your, your photo shoots are. But I think it in part, like it's a part of who you are. Right. And I know? think it's also part of just like, not only being authentic to yourself and to your followers, but also like normalizing what it means to like be a person and be, yeah. you know, and doing exactly, things. Yeah. Like that's I'm exactly like what, why I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I have not followed any like lesbian fashion bloggers and I wanted other, other women who are on that spectrum who want to be a fashion blogger. I wanted them to see like, it's okay. And like, yeah. I wanted for me, I was like, what, what, what do I want to see? I want to see this. So mm-hmm. why can't I be that? And also exactly. too, do you find that it's like, especially, and I'm not saying like, obviously gay men aren't relating to this or anybody in the queer community who's doing um, anything in the fashion blogging world. But like, do you find that like femininity is like a huge factor in like the physicality of what you're doing? Like, it, have you had it, yeah. to question yourself and sometimes it'd be like, am I doing this feminine enough? Is this a way of like, well, now I look like too lesbian or like this is too, like, is that like a thing that you struggle? I struggle that way with the way I dress. And sometimes like I recently just decided like, oh, I want to start wearing nail polish. 
And that was like a weird yeah. like realization that I had to have. But I it happened like on accident after a Halloween costume that I did this year. And I was like, oh wait, like I actually kind of like like the way it looks. I might start doing that now. And then I was like, is that too feminine for me? And I had to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Who gives a shit? I'd like yeah, it on no, me. Like, I, exactly. I've had like, I personally like, I've had times where I've been like, wow, like I'm dressing super gay today. And mm-hmm. it's like literally like a button down and like a hat. It's and like, like so like you know, neutral, like unisex. It's, just, it's, just, like, like, it's yeah. just like a regular like, person. You know, yeah. But like I personally, for me, since I am a femme lesbian, mm-hmm. like I've had people be like, well, you like can't be gay because you're really pretty. And I'm like, just because I like to dress nicely and just because like I, you know, go all out and I may not look like you're definition of what a lesbian woman looks like that does not mean that I can at the same time wear more masculine clothes and you tell me that I actually look gay like you know it's like one of those things where it's like first of all don't tell me what to wear and second of all like if I want to dress like Harry Styles today I will fucking dress like Harry Styles if I want to put on a Harry Styles mask with the outfit I will also (laughs) do that as well like I will do whatever I want and you cannot tell me what to do I'm sorry but he is one of my style icons he's also one of my favorite human beings Allison knows this just full disclosure I'm just saying like those buttons have you seen those suit sets that he wears oh my god the suits (sighs) I don't want to talk about it. I'm very jealous. I don't want to discuss his... his <laughs> make me very sweaty. I cannot pretend uh, like they know. It's like Gucci-sponsored wardrobe. I literally cannot talk about it. It's I, I know. No, I know. It's, it's very offensive. It's emotional for me. That's a charged conversation. No, I literally also would love his wardrobe. But he's yeah, also yeah. an example of somebody who... And I believe he recently came out as bisexual. I'm not sure. But like he's somebody else who also, too, I think like he's not afraid to play around with the mm-hmm. idea of like gender. And like Ezra Miller, too, recently did like a shoot for like Playboy where he was like wearing heels. Yeah, and, like, I saw that. was yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I've I mean, seen so many straight girls that are like holy shit he's so hot and I find that interesting because I'm like oh but he looks like really feminine like he does look hot but like it's so interesting like how like our generation like sees that type of stuff mm-hmm. and like how it affects media and like how like our idea of like fashion and our idea of beauty like changes with these like growing yeah. different standards that we have and I think it's important for us like to talk about that you definitely know? yeah and I actually on that note I forgot who it was but I saw on um on something uh, like some type of platform today that a um, high-end brand is going to make gender-neutral baby clothing. Oh, Like wow. kids' clothing. That's amazing. I forget what brand it is. I'm really sorry if you remember or if I do. If somebody I'll throw it in our know. comments or like, DMs. Let us know. Listen, know. Send us an email. I don't know. But it's, that's like another thing. Like when, like we didn't really have that option. Oh, no, it was blue or pink. Yeah. Right? It was no, like, oh, yeah. kind of, there was yellow. I think that was like maybe the neutral, but and, like, like that would make like the grandparents mad. Like they'd be like, Ooh, what is yeah. this baby? Yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> it's crazy that now we can, you know, dress the way we want. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, you can dress feminine, you can dress masculine, but like people are accepting it. Like if you want to dress that way, then dress the way you freaking want. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, honestly, like I have always you know i've always dated women that are farther on this not as femme as me like not just not me to be honest but you know at the same time like allison will wear a dress and people are like what (laughs) like like you don't just look like like, a boy all the time (laughs) like it's like shocking for people yeah 
It's like yeah, it's just like a piece if, of clothing I felt good in. Yeah. yeah. Like if I would like to dress up, you know, yeah. in my little button down and my little fedora yeah. and my little like shorts, like I, I freaking will. Like, yeah. but if she wants to wear a dress or if she wants to wear a skirt, like let her do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to take away exactly. from your femininity yeah. and you dressing in a certain way won't take away from like what is defined as, I'm not going to say masculinity because she is a woman and like for her, if that's her femininity, that's her femininity and it doesn't define either of you. Let's be honest. You know? We binge Queer Eye and she was like, I want all of their outfits and I was like, we, I mean, will, we will do that. They we have an amazing yeah. style. You will be the next tan. I'm just <laughs> yes. telling you. I'm just yes. saying. I Give support her a you. Chris Blazer. Oh, you know. Yes. I mean the French tuck. I'm just oh, saying. The oh, French yes. tuck. Oh yes. The French best tuck. part is like every morning she'll like go up and she'll go, French tuck. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> honey, you're on your way. When your I way. love it when people come up to me and they're like, Did you know what the French tuck was before Queer Eye? And I was like, Honey, honey, all I've gay been, people yeah. do. Yes. <laughs> like you just little hand down down the pants. Yeah, I knew what a French tuck was before I knew it was called a French tuck. Like, yes, same. Nice. I just called it. I just called it the I'm front like, tuck. I, was like, oh, <laughs> I just called it like a lazy I person. It a high low. Um, I was like, that's what I do because I'm like lazy. Yeah. For um, me, I was just like, oh, like I don't like. I like. So I like how we're all literally wearing highest jeans with t-shirts right now. We're French all wearing variations right of a. Uh, <laughs> we're all French like, tucking. Crop top on, and I'm like French tucking it. Yeah, like, it's just no, it's literally. Hot. Sorry. It's three French tucks in a room. Uh, if that's what you want to know. 2018 <laughs> trend this year: the French tuck. Truly, the truly, the tuck. Absolutely. Um. I one last thing though. I really feel like again, like as like gay people, like I really feel that like as I get older, I don't know if like you feel this way, but like I've learned that kind of like one of the advantages of being gay is that you're already kind of an outsider and like you can really just take joy in like being different. I think it's a thing that straight yeah. people don't really have the advantage of because they get so caught up in like heteronormative like narratives of like, oh, well, like I can't do that because like I'm this type of girl and I'm this type of or guy. Or I'm supposed to do this because I'm expected to do this. Or exactly. I'm like fits my, this role or that's not that gonna I... help me like mm-hmm. fulfill this thing. And I think being on social media it definitely makes you like so conscious of that. It like puts mm-hmm. that in like such a you know, it, in like, some ways it does reinforce like it. the traditional gender roles and like the traditional subject positions that people are expected to occupy within culture. Absolutely. But I think that's why it's so important, like that you are out and mm-hmm. that you're comfortable being yourself because it definitely provides another path or another yeah. story yeah. or another like option to of things to you look know, at of like people you may that have are doing like, things. Absolutely. And like you may have girls that like see you and are like, oh, like I'm feminine too and I'm not out yet. But like I see Mackenzie doing this. Like I like her for her style, but I also see that like she's doing this and like that helps me feel like I can be confident like what I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong. My Instagram currently is filled with all my friends or everybody my age that are either engaged or getting married or having a kid. Like, <laughs> I'm not ready for any of those guys. Yeah, I right. just adopted a a third dog. And, and let me just tell you, the amount of diarrhea and vomit is probably the amount that a normal child has. Oh, you're definitely so, on that spectrum. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, I mean, for me, like... It, I always used to laugh at it and I still laugh at it. Like, why was I questioning putting like my life out there? Like, why was I questioning going, oh, this is a photo of me and my girlfriend kissing? Like, why why did I think that was not okay? Like, for me, I'm like, wow, I really played into like the system. Like, you know, the whole like yeah. the what is norm. And for me, I literally was just like, well, why? Why am I holding back? Like, I, I, mm-hmm. as like, as somebody looking 
somebody looking out looking in somebody <laughs> outside <laughs> sorry it was just, you know from somebody outside looking in i would want to see that i wouldn't mm-hmm. want to see somebody living their life and not caring i honestly now like i don't give a shit like i will put it out there like i am gay Mm-hmm. And I really don't care if you like it or not because that's who I am. Yeah. The and I'm not going to hide right that. There. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing but that like, makes me thankful is like it's getting more unacceptable to not accept gay people than it is to be gay. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, We're that's the thing that's I'm always thankful for. Yeah. I'm extremely grateful that like I have not had anybody send me like hate mail. Like, oh my God, like how could you do this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like those people at pride that are like, shame on you. Like I've never Ugh. had anybody DM me. I have just had very aggressive hetero men come at me. It's and luckily issue. for me, yeah. there is a report in a block, like by, yeah. I don't want to yeah. talk to mm-hmm. you. And like I'm very fortunate where like, I've only had to deal with that. And I know like people have had much worse like mm-hmm. scenarios. And for me, like if you, don't like that part of my life well i'm sorry that's a big aspect of my life like i post allison and i buying our first christmas tree today like just saying i post our dogs the content you want then maybe you're a monster i'm just saying like (laughs) i know maybe you hate christmas like maybe there's a bigger bigger issue at play but i'm grateful that like you're out here and you're using your voice in that way Mm -hmm. and that you're finding like depth in your content and doing what you want to do i think it's really admirable because i think a lot of bloggers maybe can't say the same or they haven't Mm -hmm. even maybe tried yeah maybe they're still scared of yeah like for me like i want to see i want to see people living their life like if you have a story and you like if you are on the spectrum don't be scared like to talk about that like Mm -hmm. i promise you there are other people out there that are struggling with the same thing and can relate to that i have had people reach out to me and be like you know i've been in the closet like i'm scared to post and like like post photos of me and my significant others on instagram although like people will probably just think we're best friends but like i'm scared to post that and i always tell people listen i was deathly scared like but at the end of the day are, do you really want to hide that? Like, do you really mm-hmm. want to hold that back? Like, do you really want to on social media be in that closet again? Yeah. Really, honestly, thing. like, yeah. ask yourself those questions. And I've had people, you know, be like, I'm, you know, you've inspired me to do this. And I'm very, very thankful because it's just, it's just how it is. And I'm not going to hide it, you know? And yeah. I think that it's really important. That's 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 bad. that's the literal tea. Like that's the actual the tea. hottest tea I've ever said. But be like, yeah. yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. Fiercely be yourself. Easier said than done. But like you yeah. have to. You're the only person who's gonna love yourself as much as you're gonna yeah. love yourself. And if you're choosing and, to like put your put your life on the internet, if you're choosing to get, if you're choosing to make money and put your bread on the table because you're putting your life out there on the internet and you're not being authentic, 
honestly, shame on you. Like, that's how I feel about that. Like, I have a hard time respecting people that can't fully do that. And then people that continue to do it knowing that they're not being authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that buys into, like, you know, artists that, like, make music that they don't really want to make just for the Mm -hmm. sake of making money or people that, like, you know, will do certain things or, like, will, you know, people that engage in business activity. Don't exploit yourself if you're not going to actually, you know, like, don't. I, I can't find the words, no, but just like be true to like your values and like who you, what you stand for and like who you are and I what know means it's something really, to you. I know like it's really cliche, but like be the change you want to see in the world. Honestly, no, like really, if you want, like, I really believe in that. And I know that people are like, uh, you know, like my vote doesn't count. Like, you know, that, like all that, that shit, bullshit. like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, like if you want people to be more authentic, start with yourself. Like mm-hmm. if you're doing stuff just for like the benefit of money or like for like attention or stuff like that, is that what you want? Uh, do you really want to see other people do that too? Like right. be, yeah. honestly, be who you want other people to be like if you want to be a hateful person just yeah just there's the door like right i mean go shove yourself in a dumpster and never emerge again please (laughs) just like stay (laughs) but like honestly just you like i'm at a loss of words because it's just just, like you don't have this you never know how much time you have like you know waste it like not being true to like what you stand for it's just on your deathbed, are you going to be proud of that one Instagram post that you posted that you didn't really care about, but you made money off of? Are you really? Are you going to be so uptight about your fucking tummy tea that you forgot <laughs> to like mention to people that it's your like five year anniversary with your same sex partner? I'm just saying, like, let's really truly, think about that. Put it into perspective. Yeah, like, that, you know, yeah, it's the truth. I feel like it's that's where I think it comes into where it's like that can really be a toxic like cycle of 100%. people like being like, oh, I need to sacrifice this because I want to like make, I need to oh, make yeah. this money or I need to do this, and like it wouldn't be good of me to like put myself out there in that way and yeah. like a good example is I follow this blogger um, she's one of the original OGs her name is Chriselle Lim mm-hmm. she does so many different things I'm just saying she is a wonder woman I mean that woman has her own company she does crazy amazing Jeez. collaborations but she just had a baby her second <gasps> baby and Aww. she posted on her Instagram how she like posted a photo of her in a dress like holding her baby and it was like a few like the week of having the baby and she posted the photo and said that you know people were you know like why aren't you posting why aren't you posting photos of your baby and she's like here's your photo my um the breast she was pumping Mm -hmm. and she's like you know she's like here I am my dress is unzipped because I can't fit into my dress I'm tired I haven't slept you know I still have like my breast pad in my shirt and you can see it and she's like but this is the real like this is what you wanted right like and she talks about how like people DM her all the time who are not new moms saying Mm. that she's a terrible mom because she's doing things like um, one of the things that she touched on was um, like sometimes when it's too much to handle, like she gives her younger daughter an iPad just to calm her down for the moment. And people that are not new moms are messaging her like, how dare you do that and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you're not a new mom. Right. You cannot relate. 
So also, why? when we were younger, our moms would put us in a crib and give us a pacifier. <laughs> so it's like, I'm sorry, is that any more? Is it any better for our brains? I I right. don't know. I mean, you I know, at least I you're not from stimulated. the TV. The TV. I sent from the TV like a ton when I was a little kid. I yeah. mean, I, and look at me. I have a podcast, so yeah, <laughs> that too. So yeah. let's be honest. Our parents like let us walk down the street to our neighbor's house at like, any time oh of the God. day, and was like, hey. I stayed up to like 10 p.m. in like third grade. You <laughs> know, like I didn't even have a phone to call my mom on. It was just wherever the fuck I was at. To the gas station at the corner like by myself like yeah. on a busy road my like, mom used it, to tell me she was like you know grandma would have me like you know riding my bike to the grocery store to pick up milk for her <laughs> when i was 10 and i was like what like i don't want her on your errands mom like are you kidding me my mom wouldn't let me go to a store by myself until i was like 13 like it wasn't even like, a, like legal drinking age literally to go to i had to be myself. driven there i had to show my id like you know it's just it's I insane an actual passport just to like yeah. get in the car no but, <laughs> I think all that goes back to this whole idea, though, of like social media and like this modern technology. It's like now you can do things as a parent and be criticized for it by strangers. Isn't yeah. that insane? Yeah. Strangers like, can literally comment on your life literally. and tell you that you're not a good parent when they don't even know what the fuck they're doing or who you are. Back in the day, my mom could mistreat me in the privacy of our own home. <laughs> truly, <laughs> Sorry, truly. mom, I'm just kidding. Like, you're great. <laughs> She's totally listening. Let's be honest. Like, you could have a car seat that expired, which did you know car seats expired? Fire? No. No. Okay. Okay, this is a PSA. When this, they is expire. A PSA. this is a PSA. Explode. So apparently, um car seats expire. Did not know this. It's like I don't I'm really sorry, like if you're a mom and you know this, but like it's something like three to five years. It's oh, like really? it could be two to five. I honestly don't Hard remember. But I remember like um somebody like this mommy blogger that I follow and she's like yeah I'm having a child and like I have to buy a new car seat because this one expired and I was like what honestly my mom I can tell you right now used the same car seat for me and my sister did not care that it had an expiration date just saying I mean back in the day I mean it was probably made out of like some toxic material anyway so it's hard to say it's totally fine I mean we have evolved in so many carcinogens I mean my mom didn't give me cable for like (laughs) 20 years so here I I'm, I'm a survivor. Um, <laughs> I'm here to tell my truth. Um, this is my journey without SpongeBob. Okay. <laughs> I can't. My mom cut off my like my cable when I was in middle school. She was like, "Yeah, I know." She was like, "You don't really need that." And I was like, "You're like, I, I didn't even watch Camp Rock." Like, <laughs> I you was don't honestly, get it. I was honestly like, "Mom, but like, how am I gonna watch Ellen every day?" Like. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking obvious warning signs. <laughs> I mean, the truth was in the early signs. I mean, then I had to just go like watch the highlights on YouTube, and like that just wasn't enough. Not the same. Not the same. Not I need to watch same. her come out and dance. I need the but dance. Tony, the DJ. I need, like, I need, I need the to full see the thing. full outfit. I need yeah. like start I want to, to see finish. what sneakers she's wearing that day. Like, that I need to see the sneaks. full thing. Come on, uh, like, have you ever watched? Like, have you ever seen the photos of Ellen like first debut on TV to now? Like, what oh, a the glow haircut up, and like everything. Oh my gosh, she looks incredible now. But like she's you an can't angel. like honestly like she is like her show makes you happy about life like it she truly it's literally it's just like I always tell people like you know you can watch the news you can watch whatever scary shit you want to watch on Netflix but mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres and Queer Eye are just happy good like just warm feeling shows mm-hmm. I'm just saying you might cry a little but you will end up feeling. <sighs> 
they're crying too with you and uh, that's the best part yeah it's it's the thing uh, thing. you can all share a cry and it's beautiful also i just thought i should just put this tea out there um i don't I, you probably, I've probably never told you either of the, this, but I was on Oprah when I was 11. Are you serious? What? Why? Um, yeah. Um, so, flashback back to the beginning of this wait, podcast. Wait, wait, so you're saying you met Oprah? Yeah. Okay, wait, Mackenzie, wait. Mackenzie, Mackenzie, <laughs> Mackenzie, Mackenzie, Mackenzie. <laughs> okay. Hold on a fucking minute. Um, <laughs> we just talked the whole time about Oprah. Hold on, we just... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I need pictures. What did she smell like? Okay. What did everything. she say to you? Work forward. Exactly I need a recording. How tall is she? Did you count every single one of her eyebrow follicles? Like, what is the tea with Oprah? <laughs> okay, so I'm pulling up the photo as we speak. Oh, um, my God. This uh, will be anyways, on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, so I please don't judge me. I was eleven no, years old. It's Would never. Actually, it's I'm just actually pure so jealousy. Jealous. Okay. Um. So here we go. So flashback to what I said earlier in in the day mm-hmm. on this podcast earlier in the day or whatever. Whatever Sometime, time you're watching, it's this, like nine earlier, it's Okay, it's sometime fine. before um, now. It's ten forty. <laughs> nope, no problem. Anyways, um, well, I'll be damned. So. <laughs> My dad passed away when I was little um, in a car accident with my mom on Valentine's Day. Oh my I God. was only four years old. My sister was two. Um, oh, I've been through a lot of therapy to talk about this. I have also written a blog post about it because for me, Valentine's Day like is not a holiday. It's mm. a, a, it's a totally it's, different yeah, day. Yeah. It's a yeah. completely different day. And um, yeah, and I've put that out there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I was on a TV show when I was 10 and it was called Shalom in the Home. It was on TLC. Um, oh my God. And it was called Shalom in the Home because the um, host was a rabbi. Oh. Rabbi oh. Shmuley. And so anyways, my mom is a board member at New Hope for Kids here in Orlando. Love that. And they came to New Hope for Kids and asked if they knew of a family that they'd suggest because Shalom in the home worked with families with different family issues. Mm -hmm. And um, they chose my family um, because my mom was still very upset and my family didn't really know how to properly move on. So um, we were on this show and the show aired and apparently Oprah saw it and she really liked it. And so she um, decided to do an episode on troubled families. Now, like, there is no video footage because back in the day, mm-hmm. like it wasn't even recorded on VHS. Like it's gone. It's sad. But there are photos. There's what photographic exactly evidence. Was this? Like 2006. Okay. So, okay. okay. Um, Maybe yeah. someone else but put it on YouTube, though. I was going to say the episode I, might be somewhere on YouTube. I've honestly been trying to find it. Um, it's always like, you know how whenever you do like those, um, what are like ice breaking and people are like the two truths and a lie. I always put it in there because oh, nobody ever guesses. It's, it's, it's golden. the best way to bring that's that up. Golden. I mean. So basically what happened was is um Oprah saw the show. She contacted Shalom in the home and there was another family. Um it was us two and then a few other families that had issues. Like one was um a family got divorced and the girl was very spoiled and had almost every Barbie. And <sighs> um And then they put us at the end of the show to show um, that we have had tragedy in our family, but we have been resilient through it. And um, here's the photo. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I also had a tiny bob back then. And I'm I'm a very small child. That's (gasps) Oprah. Oh, my. Like. (laughs) You were that close to Oprah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you were, I mean, I'm just saying you were almost wearing the same color and I say that's a sign. Yeah. That's a pure sign. You yeah. two are kindred spirits. <laughs> you are yeah. meant to be together um, in some so way. So that's, that's the photo of us um, I, at the show. I'm literally so jealous. So is that your mom? Yes, that is my you mom. She's beautiful. You look a lot like her. You look I, a lot like yeah. your mom. I do. I, I look very similar to my mom, but um, here I'll pull up a photo of my dad because I actually am the spitting image of my father but I do look very similar to my mom but Mm. yeah so we went on the Oprah show and it was like one of the craziest things because like you know how like growing up you hear your parents like oh man I wish I could like be on the Oprah show or like I wish I could be on Ellen yeah. or like oh my god I like Oprah's love- like my best friend like we would get along so well like yeah. that kind of like, like thing you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How all like of that's us, my girl Oprah she knows things, how I feel her favorite things are and my then favorite things it happened yeah. and uh here's the photo of my dad my your dad looks like he kind of looks like Matt Damon yeah I get that I've heard he's that beautiful. before <gasps> oh, oh my god, god. he is gorgeous oh, you do look so yeah. much like him you have great genes I, I will say you do thank you thank you I I'm very thankful for my family but so to sorry people I understand I just went on a tangent but no it's, it was weird it. seeing like this my about you, so it's no problem. <laughs> it was so weird to see like my mom's dream come true like for yeah. her to like meet Oprah and it oh was like god. one of those things that like in my childhood I was like why and I like I honestly have like never written a blog post or anything about it because I really don't think like I understand like I understand like it's something important but I've also been like why would I like touch on that like but it's one of like you know how like Mm -hmm. people are always like I'm looking for my 15 second like 15 Mm -hmm. minutes of fame or whatever I'm like mine's gone and passed so like I I I can only plateau and go down from here when you touch over you you literally get the closest you can to God (laughs) and and then from there you really have nowhere else to go yeah Um, pretty much like I like you know like I peaked and now it's just kind of like okay and it's it's so funny because oh like God. people like were like I remember in like middle like in elementary school when like everybody watched the episode and like I came back home from Chicago mind you let me just tell you my mother did not tell us that we were going to be on the Oprah show oh my God she picked me up on a Wednesday a Wednesday out of school and goes hey we're going to the airport and I'm like okay cool mom like, where are we going like woo girls trip yeah. and <laughs> she's like okay I already packed your bags like whatever I'm like okay cool go to the airport first of all we get picked up from our house by a limo <gasps> get taken to the airport Wait, then did Oprah send that limo? Yes. Oh, that's an Oprah limo. She wrote it in Oprah. Then then an airport limo picks us up from the airport, takes us. Wait, what were you flying? Coach first, first class? class? No, we were just flying like coach. It wasn't You know glamorous. what? You still got an Oprah limo? It's you got the limo. We got picked up from a limo at the airport to the Ritz Carlton. You know what? She spares absolutely no expense so my mom's just like yeah we're going to chicago i'm like oh cool but like mom it's a wednesday like it honestly is embedded in my brain like i was i like you were just i was so distraught like middle of the week like middle of the school day like what are you doing anyways we go out there and we see rabbi shmuley from the show and we're like oh my god hi how's it going like we're talking nothing nothing is coming to my brain and then the next morning we wake up and she drives us we show up at the o studios and like 
everything says Oprah. And I'm honestly like still like, why are we here? Like, I'm <laughs> why are we still- at the Oprah Museum? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, when you're going to go like do hair and makeup, you go down this hallway and it's photos of every Every episode, every single episode, there's oh a photo God. hanging in a frame on Wait, this wall. You are how in, long is this You are hallway? in that hallway now. Yeah. So I'm walking Shut down this hallway. Up. Like celebrities and see your picture. Yeah. Like, because oh, if you're the last God. family, they take a photo of the last family that goes up on this wall. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, Mackenzie. And so we're walking down this hallway, right? I didn't know we were in the presence of royalty. <laughs> I, 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 just, like, I knew you were a queen, but I feel... I mean, you've touched over us. Okay. (laughs) We're walking down this hallway and the people are like doing my mom's hair and makeup. And I'm like, mom, like, what are we doing? And she's like, girls, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, yeah, mom, like, what's up? Like, I'm like, somebody's literally touching my face with powder. Like, why? And she's like, we're going to be on Oprah today. And I looked at her and I no joke laughed. Like, I was (laughs) like, what are you talking about? And she's like, we came out here to film an episode of Oprah and I didn't want to tell you because I wanted it to be a surprise and me and my sister oh. literally freaked out oh my like, god we were like no way like no way <clears throat> then you know they like pull you and you're like sitting like the people that are going to be on the show are in the first few rows and we're sitting there and like I was I was literally in shock the whole time yeah. and then we see her and then I'm like my mom did not tell me from picking me up on school Two now, two days later, I'm sitting in front of Oprah and she didn't mind to like tell me like, apparently this was a few, like a month planned in advance and she didn't bother to tell me. I'm just saying now we do know that your mom is an excellent secret keeper. Yeah. So I'm just saying. She loves a good surprise. It seems. Um, When I was younger, like around that time frame, my mom was like, hey, we're going to Tampa for the night. Like, we're going to go stay with your Uncle John. Oh my God. Like, just get dressed. And we you were should like, know now when your okay. mom takes you on a surprise trip, like, what is going exactly. on? Exactly. So she's like, but just get dressed. And I'm like, I'm going to wear pajamas. Like, we're driving to Tampa. And my mom was like, no, it's like the middle of the night. It's like, it's like six o'clock for me, younger, like right. 13 year old me is like, mom, why? It's bedtime. We pull up. We're at the old Amway Center. You remember where it is, like right next to the new one. We get out. My mom gives take. We're literally walking in to the Amway Center. And I'm like, mom, what What, is going going on? on? We walk in and then my sister's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So we're in the bathroom and there's all these kids talking about High School Musical. My sister, Mackenzie, stop it. You can't do this to us. What are you doing? My sister is in the stall and she screams at a girl and goes, are we at the High School Musical concert? My mom is standing outside of the bathroom stall and goes, yes, I, we're here at the High School Musical concert oh. and we're screaming on the toilets in the bathroom at the Amway Center because oh, she didn't want to tell my. us and she wanted it to be a surprise. Your mom and those surprises. Ugh. Yeah, my my mom is a master of surprises as a kid. I swear. And let me just mind you, like this is not like she did not film this with like her whatever, no, like her pure phone, enjoyment like, for her. Just pure enjoyment. I and also, that. if it makes what you feel angel. any better, Zach Efron was not there. Oh no, I, I know it was Drew Seeley filling in from that. Yeah. honey, I had the DVD. No, I know. <laughs> no, it's no problem. No, I know. Yeah. I had the soundtrack yeah. and the DVD. So it doesn't work anymore. That's how many times he's watched it. So <laughs> no, I know. No, I know. But yeah, my mom is a master of like surprises, but that is my journey from Oprah to slowly escalating in life. Jeez. You know, 
just happy to be part of. But I would even call it like slowly. Step. Like it's not even a de-escalation. You're just entering a new realm of your life and a new chapter. And quite yes. frankly, Mackenzie, I think you've done a great job of it. Thank you. Really, truly. Yes. I feel like honestly, you know how like um, the child from Home Away, like just. I forget his name. Like he went from being the cute like star child and then Oh Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> you you, alone. Okay. 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 No. But I'm saying like I first I thought you meant spirited away. No. That, that anime I movie. Like, I was like, oh that's oh wait, he was oh wait, what no, no, no what? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Mackenzie, let me just say you are not Macaulay Culkin. You are not Macaulay Culkin. And any stretch of the imagination. When even, he is now is not where you are. I'm honey. So I'm not even joking. Like in middle school, I was nervous. I was like, I I hit my peak. Like I I'm a star like me like being uh-huh. like star trek <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my god I'm down to go for it. I yeah. freaked out about it a lot when I was like I mean, you younger had you had a crisis. middle school crisis yeah, like, yeah. No, <laughs> no joke like and like nobody in my middle school knew and that's where I thought like I went wrong because like I went to a very small very very small pub like private um not public private elementary school so like everybody knew everybody and everybody knew that all of my teachers knew like i Mm -hmm. wasn't going to be at school on valentine's day for that reason everybody knew when the reruns came around that like it was me like it was weird going to middle school and being like nobody knew i went to glenridge okay public it's a public middle school over in um baldwin park oh yeah so i went there Brand like you know, there's like way like I had like eight kids in my class in elementary school, so oh, we all knew each other. Yeah. yeah, and then I go to like having twenty five kids in class and it changing every single time was so weird to me. So in middle school, I'm like nobody knows. Like I'm literally like I'm nobody again. Yeah, and it was it it's like was, Oprah never happened. <laughs> it was just so weird. Like as a kid, you're like. Like, why? And the weird part was is afterwards is we would have men call our house, send us letters, show up at our door, like trying to ask my mom out. And it was no. the craziest oh, time. Oh, because I saw her on Oprah? Yeah. I mean, and your mom is beautiful. I did see a picture. So yeah, I, no, so, I, I mean, underst- I can get why people I understand would be, why they'd be like, like, oh my God, I love her. But, gorgeous, but Right. But they seriously like multiple men were like oh my god like i like let's go on on a date like let's do this let's and my That's mom scary. it was the scariest thing because men would just show up at our door like how did they because, get your address so here's the thing is so on the shalom in the home episode they changed our last name to the Morgans instead of the Moors. Oh, on Oprah, smart. they use our real name. So all you have okay, to you do is go in <laughs> that go in that yellow book like yellow pages, go find more and you freaking have our address and our phone number. I'm not saying like Oprah made a grave mistake, but I am actually saying that. Like, how dare she? That's the mm. price you paid for going on Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's your cross to okay, bear. I, I have one last question before we wrap up, though. I want to know, what does Oprah smell like? No, seriously, Do you have a distinctive please? memory? I want you to describe anything that you remember about Oprah like, specifically. Just, just give eyes, us a taste of what it was like. <sighs> Sensory memory. Go. Let me just say, after the show, we got to personally, like, go and hug Oprah. Oh, my God. And she said to me and my sister, she said, I want you girls to grow up as strong, independent women who can do anything. And then she gave us hugs. And let me just tell you, she has a very warm hug. And she she smells like, 
like you know like those like vanilla scents like just warm and oh it's just it's literally gosh. Christmas like in a inviting hug. Christmas like, Bath and Body Works candle yeah it's like if you take like Bath so and Body expensive. Works put it, like if you take Bath and Body Works put it on a person and you hug it and you're just there you're sitting in front of a fireplace with a blanket around you oh my you're God. happy like there's nothing wrong in the world and then you let go and then you're like I've peaked period that Mackenzie Thank you. Thank you so Thank you much. For being here. Oh my God. Wow. That's wow. All, that's amazing. I know I brought like a bunch of different teas to the table. Oh, no, you brought but the best like, tea. It's, you bought the best sample platter I've ever seen in my life. It was life. amazing. Tivana needs to hire. Actually, in your next sponsorship, Tivana. <laughs> Tivana, Petco. We've got Krispy Kreme. We've got saying, a lot on the table on the here. List. Yeah. Just saying. It's just, we have so many options now, you know? At this point, I, yeah. yeah. Another option. The tea is out there. I've never put it out there. This is the first time release. It's exclusive. Like, it's a two files exclusive, guys. This is an exclusive interview. <laughs> oh it really is. Yes. It is. We're just like really thankful to have yes. you. Thank you, so much. Tea. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you so much. Seriously, this was like, like one of the best things that has ever happened to okay, me. Okay, no, like, you met Oprah, so you can't okay, say that. Okay, no, don't, don't come out after you just talked about meeting Oprah. Don't, you can't say that. It's not real. Wait, okay, no, it's a lie. It's I'm okay. just saying that Brian can vouch for this. This week, I was literally went to his job. I wasn't stalking him. I just was there. And I was like, Brian, way, literally okay. just <laughs> finished binging the last episode of your podcast because... I had to listen to it and I like started telling him like all these different things. If you listen to the podcast before this, I was literally naming off all of these reboots. Just saying. <laughs> and she I was, was like, she was. also brought up the pacer test thing. Mm-hmm. I did it. So You're I Stan. understand girl. And I'm like going off on all these tangents and I, really was hindering Brian from doing his work, but it's fine. And then he was like, hey, like it would be nice to one day have you on here. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, one of those things where like people are like, we should hang out sometime, like get coffee. And you're like, yeah, yeah. It's never going to happen. Like, No, literally that night I was like, what's your number? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he texted we're doing me. It. He's like, we're having Mackenzie on. I was like, done. Start a group chat. And then it, and then I literally like, the last few nights, like I've been laying in bed and I've been like, Allison, like ah, I'm getting nervous. And she's like, why are oh you getting God, nervous? Stop it. I'm not even joking. Stop. You've been up, up, been, <laughs> up before, like, like right before you get to bed. We should have done a surprise like your mom did. We should have surprised. We should have just like come over. We're gonna pet Douglas and then like set up the mic. Like, guess what? And you're not Oprah, you but you are on T files. Yes, <laughs> that's how we do it. We, you know what? We should do like a like a signing. Like we can sit down, do a meetup. Like mm-hmm. 100% <laughs> for any fans that want to be. Um. Just uh, DM us or like write a comment in you know on our Instagram or like wherever you listen to this. Just say like where you'd like to do a meetup, a time, like... We'll, we'll do a surprise. We'll walk into your classroom, <laughs> your workplace, your I hospital. Um, yes, I will bring my dog in a costume, co- in his absolutely. costume costume. No, absolutely. In his taco costume. Sorry, exactly. I can't speak because I'm way too excited. No, like, it's no problem. Just so you know, like, all of the... We'll be wearing jeans. We'll all do the French tuck. Just absolutely. so you know, it's just going to be a wrap-up of this whole thing and just one meetup. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want it, like we don't have to do if it if you, you want, want it. it. If you're wanting, we're if you no pressure. We're asking because consent. Just saying. Just saying. 100%. But let us know. Yeah. If we will try our hardest to get Oprah, but no promises. No promises. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Can I just tell you? Okay, really quick now before we end this. Um, back in the day, flashback. Shh. Um. <laughs> you know how? You know how? Like we just got out of the time machine. It's fine. Um. <laughs> I know, but. 
I have to add this last little bit. It like drops into the tea. Like, you know how like people used to write into Oprah and be like, my dream was this. And like, um, and sh- sometimes she'd be like, I got this email or like this letter. And it was like, my dream is to do this. And like, she would do it, you know, <gasps> mm-hmm. like Ellen now does it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this has never ever come out of my mouth I'm just saying this is like another side exclusive I back in the day was a huge um uh Twilight fan okay why Mackenzie don't (laughs) do this to me anymore I have to I I know just because I'm gay does not mean Kristen Stewart was involved it really wasn't anyways I don't care who was involved it's amazing (laughs) okay I is the young middle schooler Kristen Stewart is hot like let's not deny it I mean mean, that's all we all have eyes I mean it's true Allison disagrees but she's just she has okay. a bit on Oprah, so does it? We count? agree to disagree. So, it's like, you know, maybe she has who she has, and you maybe think hers it's okay. is like right. Cara Delevingne. You know what? I'm not a fan of her like that. So, Same. I'd actually would go for Kristen Stewart over Cara if I had to. Like, if True. yeah, well, you know. she like she loves Cara Delevingne, and she loves um, the girl that is now going to marry um, Nick Jonas. Pro- oh, blah, she's beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forget her Can't name, lie. and I don't, don't want to butcher her she's name. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, so I. <laughs> little hormones rushing through me. I wrote a letter to Oprah saying, hi, I was on your show when I was 11 and I would really like to meet Jasper from your show from Twilight. And I uh, sent her a link to his Instagram, his email and his work address. And I was like, I would really like to meet him. I'm a huge fan. Um, I like Twilight, but like Jasper is my favorite. And I was like, remember I was on your show, period, sent. <gasps> oh my god. Did she like No, I oh, okay. I literally sent like info at the com and Oprah was ending. So <laughs> it was like the one time that I was like, try. I wonder. Like I wonder. Let me see if, what I, I can use this for. I'm number 373 in the hallway. Um <laughs> I don't know if you remember me, but Pete, my yeah. pick. Um, you need to meet Jasper. I did. I did hug you one time. So I was a huge Jasper fan. Like Jackson he's, Rathbone. Wait, he's the muscular one, right? No. He was the muscular. He was the he's skinny the vampire. Odd, weird one. With the long hair. Yes, he had like longer the hair. He's the one that was like uh, married to Alice. Yes, the even though they're could, siblings. Yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, that's like, you know what? Maybe that's another that's another time. That, um, that's I think a lot, he's adopted. That I think they're all adopted though. So mm, it's still muddy uh, waters. <laughs> still, I'm sorry, diehard Twilight fans, but I just I had to put that tea out there because I had to say that I did try and contact Oprah once. It didn't work. And don't ever email her at. <laughs> don't ever email anything info. No, at. don't. No, you're a, not going a to life get a response. Lesson. That is I mean, a life no, lesson right there. It's honestly a, just a PSA. Like. I just want to let you know, like, at, just don't. Just, just don't. don't do it. Like, Think about it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Also, second PSA, surprise your kids for your own good. Don't do it just for an Instagram video. Ugh. I mean, on that note. On that note. <laughs> that's an amazing way to end. Yeah. Thank you again so much for coming here. Thank you so much. All the way up to my house. This is wonderful. Um, honestly, this has been amazing and I got to meet your dog Douglas. He is it really was cute. Your, like the additional bonus. So Who's the bonus please, track? thank you for having me. No, thank you. <gasps> no, thank you. No, thank you. Actually, no, no, no but you. actually, mm, thank you. <laughs> thank y'all. Mm, thank, thank you. Thank y'all. <laughs> um, everybody follow Mackenzie at 
It's at M-M-O-O-R. So basically my first initial and my last name. Remember, if you go too far, the E is too far. Too far. You turn reverse, put that car back, and just (laughs) M-O-O-R. So my Insta is M-M-O-O-R. That was not a plug. It kind of was. Sorry. No, but it's a very intentional plug because you are our guest (laughs) and we will feature your shit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You are here. We are here for you and vice versa. And um, follow I mean, us follow at T-Files us Podcast. Please do. I mean, these are like two of my favorite human beings. Just saying. You're going to make me cry? <laughs> you and your Oprah energy. I'm going to with your Oprah energy. All right, y'all. All right, it's well, been real. We like, love you. Like, subscribe, Thanks follow. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Wherever you follow podcasts, please yeah. Please subscribe. actually follow and subscribe. Please. If you like this, there will be more. So just stay tuned. If and you listen. write a review, we may be able to get Oprah to like it. I was going to yeah. say. Just know that we now have Oprah connections. So just know that your potential like, follow, <laughs> or comment will be acknowledged by But o. let's be honest. Oprah also knows like every celebrity and Ellen. So we could potentially have plugs to like other people like Ellen. Yeah. So yeah. just saying Ellen like, is not off the table. Yeah. We're working with big names here and quite <laughs> frankly, you should take it as initiative to follow us. I'm and just, just stay tuned. Yeah. Stay yeah. tuned. Never know. Yeah. All right. Well, night y'all. Night y'all. Night. Bye. Now closing key files.